0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzhak Shifman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. We are holding the beating of Perek Vav right now. We just finished talking about this Malach that supported Yeshua. So I'm going to take care of you, help you in battle. Michael." how she said. Perig Vav, Aleph the reicha sa garas umis su garas me prebene israel en yitzva en ba the was uh, locked and fortified in front of the jewish people no one could go out and no one could enter rashi says su garas means achida havas bedashin de farzela homa sakfa beaveren denachash i believe it means it was locked and there was a crossbar also securing it something along those lines meaning There was serious fortification. Nobody could go out or in. Other Mepharshim learn, is and Mesugeres means, as David says here at Salomar, There was always some sort of a fortified crossbar. Now they wouldn't even let anybody out or in, so that no one should know the entrance of the city, so that the Jews shouldn't be able to get in. So Yericho knows. Um, going to Gaza and Gaza City, Mamish. That's what's going on right now. Going to Gaza City. Wow, Mamish. So they're standing outside of Yericho, and this is a heavily fortified city, and they don't know how to. There's not even. There's no entrance. So Akers is going to say you don't need an entrance because there's not going to be a wall. Let's see. So Puzzle says. So locked themselves in. In they, they actually build a wall across all the whole thing so they're locked in? Who? Uh, it sounds like it. In, 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 in I mean, they actually didn't have a gate. They had no gate. Oh, so oh. That's nice. so, so I saw someone here points out is that Racha Vazona was in Yericho. Her, ha, however, you learn exactly, but her house was the wall of the city. So it sounds like this: the whole city was surrounded by a wall that was yeah, impenetrable if you didn't know where the entrance was. That's what it sounds like. So and a like, window. Like a that's, and, that's what it sounds. So it sounds like. Yeah. You could have just went through her window. I mean, kind so of Maybe people didn't know. It wasn't it wasn't clear. Maybe. So let's see. So, Kurdish Kaddish Boker is going to create no, a great nation. So they them, could have sieged them. Could have besieged them. Yeah. I is, I guess Hashem when you do to this, do miracles. Like, yeah. And no, I'm, I mean, I'm make, saying, I'm saying, not sink. very smart by the people. They just them. Well, I don't know. <laughs> if, <laughs> not sure <that> they're expecting <laughs> supernatural realities to occur so quickly. Even though they know it happened with the Jewish people, but that's you can't plan for supernatural things exactly. I mean, there's not much you can do. You know, it's uh, when Hashem's on your side, nobody could do anything against you that, or, or for you. It's I mean, Now, this is a very long description of what the Jews were going to do in order to conquer Ericho. So, we'll just go through a bunch of psukim now. See, I have given in your hands Yerichai and its king. And the mighty warriors. Uh, All the men in the battalion will surround the city. Surrounding it one time. That's what you should do for six days. So six days, we're going to list a whole group of people. There was a special order how they walked. we will go through it momentarily. Go around one time for six days. Each day. Now the seven Kohanim would hold seven... uh, Yovlem is rams, rams, horns. Lefnei ha'aron, in front of the aron. Uvayom ha'shvi'i, and on the seventh day, tasavos ha'ir sheva pa'amim. So instead of going around the city one time, they would go around the city seven times. Va'kohanim yiske'u ba'shofaros. And the Kohanim would blow these shofaros. T'hayav b'mshoch b'keren ha'yovel, and when they will extend the ram's horn in sound, make a long blast of tekiah, when you hear the sound of the shofar, the entire nation will lift up in a large noise. I think it means with their voices, not with uh, shofaros. It means the people will all cry out loudly. That's what it sounds like to me at least. And the wall of the city will collapse under itself. And then each person can approach opposite it, meaning they just literally walk in. Okay, so that was the command. What was supposed to happen in to conquer this city, right? Radak points out that the house of Rochav was also in the Choma Seir. So if it collapsed, uh, Lachara, that would damage them to some degree. So the doc learns Kilo kol Choma Choma as <laughs> ha'ir neged machane Yisrael nafal. The only wall that collapsed was the one that was opposite the Jewish people, not the entirety of the wall of the city. That's not as big. Her house was on a different side of the wall of the city. They just needed somewhere to get in. That's what it sounds like. This is not as cool. It's the whole thing. Well, I mean, the whole thing it's is so supernatural. It sounds pretty great. Pretty great to me. Yeah. Right. el HaKohanim So called to the Kohanim and said to them, Seu es aron carry the Arona of The Shiva kohanim Yesu shiva shofros and seven kohanim should hold shofros, yovelim of the rams, l'fn aron in front of the aron Hashem. Now we're going to speak now. What was the order of the procession here? For El Ha'am. Now he said to the nation, Ivru Visobu es Pass and encircle the city, v'hechalutz yavor l'fn aron Hashem, and the chalutz. This is a group of the army would walk in front of the Aron Hashem. Rashi learns the Halut, are They were Giborim. They were mighty people, makim they, they would kill with tremendous strength. Um, they were very powerful warriors. That's Rashi why. To like, certain people would said their name twice because they needed to chizek. Yeah, Reuben was one of them. Yeah. I think it was God actually, God Geduji Gudanu, who was known to do this. That were like very powerful warriors. It was one of them I just remember either way you went with Rashi. One Where's Vitarav Zra'af Kadkod? Who is it like said? that said? My God, yeah, okay. It's in uh, Zosabracha. Lamed Gimelchaf. I think God it was known Rashi that some of the Shvatim were like stronger and some of them were weaker, and Reuben was not in the same group as God. So, I uh, know. You're So, that's part of why Moshe. Yeah. That's why Moshe made that condition with them because they were gibori koach. He wanted them to be in front of the battalion when they would conquer Eretz Israel. Okay. So let's see. That's the haluts these powerful warriors. And when he said to the nation. Shiva Kohanim Nosim Shiva Shofros Ayovlim, the seven Kohanim were holding these seven shofros. Lefne Hashem in front of Hashem, in front of the Aron. They passed and they blew with the Shofaros. The Aron Bris Hashem Holeh Acharayim. And the Aaron Bris Hashem was behind them. The Achalutz Holeh Kohanim, these Bne God and Reuven went in front of the Kohanim. Tokias shofaros, who were the ones blowing the Shofaros. Now, the Maasef, the ingathering people, were behind the Aaron. Now, this is very disjointed, but back on the Kohanim. The Kohanim were continuing to walk and blow the Shofaros. Okay. Now, what would come out if you just put that all together, Maasef Rashi, or the Mepharshim here learned, was Shevedon, right? Shevedon, Tega Machanadon, Necro Maasef in Siddharst Zion says, because they walked in the back, and they used to gather, Orashi says, Shevetan, anyway that fell behind, they used to pull them back, so they were called the Maasef, because if anybody fell behind, they would pull them, or if anything was left behind, etc. So just if we would stop here, from the psukim, and what comes out is like this, you have in the front was the Chalutz, which is B'nai God, B'nei Ruben, these powerful warriors, after them is the Kohanim, with the Shofaros, these seven Kohanim, then we have the Kohanim, holding the Aron, behind that is the Maasef, and then, that's that. Okay. The people. The people. I don't know if there were people in this. Yet, I'm not sure. Oh, there's the Yeshua lemur. I think this nation, means this whole group, Yeshua commanded, saying, Lo v'lo sashmiu es kolchem. Don't make any noise. V'lo pichem davar. Nothing. Ad yom amri aleichem v'hariosim. Until the day that I tell you to cry out, and then you should cry out. So they went around the city one time, first day, and then they came back and dwelled in the camp. Okay? Now were the, the Kohanim blowing the shofars for the first six days? What do you time think? They did. they did or not? I think they did. They did or they didn't? just they did? I know. Do you think they were just the shofar? To- no no, you might be right. No, it, it does sound like they were earlier. But the people had to be quiet. Means the people could only make noise on the seventh day. Yeshua got up early in the morning. It sounds like the second day. And the Kohanim lifted the Aron Hashem. The Shiva knows him. It's very repetitive. I don't know why it does this. The Shiv knows him. The seven Kohanim carried the seven Shofers. The yeah, Yom of the Rams. I think they did. That they were walking and blowing the Shofers. And these strong soldiers of B'nei G'ad and Ruvain were in front of them. The Maasif of Don was behind them. Allah going back on the Kohanim. I'm not sure why it constantly is repeating the fact that they were holding the Shofar as these Kohanim, but Again, they surrounded the, they encircled the city a second time. returned to the camp. that's what they did for 6 days. Okay. I guess we'll stop here. We'll, we'll pick up with the 7th day tomorrow with Tesfav. Tesfav.